0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here, we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. Very, very excited for this one, because we're talking about the 2022 Cadillac CT5V Blackwing. We already did the CT4V Blackwing. I was really excited for that. I'm really excited for this one too because this actually comes with a V8. This one comes with a V8. So I really, really want to get into what makes this one different from the CT5V. Does it get a carbon fiber track package? Because I hope to God that it does. I want a track, some track pack variant of this car that makes it that little bit more aggressive, though. I have to imagine that it won't be because this is meant to be the more stately of the two, where the CT4V blackwing is meant to be the sportier of the two, considering it's smaller, lighter, etc. Though it doesn't have anywhere near as much power, and that is not an exaggeration. Without babbling on any further, let's talk about this new car. What's in a number? A lot when they happen to be a 668, 659, and 200+. Those are the headline-grabbing numbers associated with the 2022 Cadillac ct 5 v Blackwing, which is the most powerful Cadillac ever created. Starting under the hood, there's an upgraded version of the supercharged 6.2-liter V8 that powered the CTS-V. It features rotocast aluminum cylinder heads, titanium intake valves, and a track-capable wet-sump oiling and vent system with an external oil separator and drain back. There's also a revised exhaust system and an improved intake which provides 46% better airflow. Thanks to these modifications, the hand-built engine produces an impressive 668 horsepower, or 498 kilowatts, or 677 PS, and 659 pound-feet, or 893 Nm meters of torque. That's 28 horsepower, or 21 kilowatts, slash 28 PS, and 29 pound-feet, or 39 newton-meters, more than the CTS-V. It's also worth noting the CT5e Blackwing blows the competition out of the water, as the BMW M3 Competition has a comparatively paltry 503 horsepower or 375 kilowatts or 510 ps and 479 pound-feet or 649 newton meters of torque while the mercedes amg c63s packs a similar 500 503 horsepower same kilowatts same ps and 516 pound-feet or 700 newton meters of torque the Blackwing is also more powerful than the BMW M5 CS, which we just did an episode on, and the Mercedes AMG E63 S, despite being significantly more affordable. Getting back to the performance specs, GM estimates the CT5e Blackwing will accelerate from 0 to 60 or 0 to 96 kilometers per hour in 3.7 seconds with the optional 10-speed automatic transmission. Keeping your foot wow. keeping your foot planted on the accelerator will enable the car to eventually hit a top speed in excess of 200 miles per hour. Though they didn't, they didn't say what specifically. The CTSV could do Cadillac claim 200 and... no, was it 204? It was some 200 miles per hour. Can this equal the CTSV? Maybe even beat it? Mm, who knows? While the previous CTSV v was available exclusively with an 8-speed automatic, the CT-5e Blackwing comes standard with a 6-speed manual. It features a short shift ratio, a transmission cooler, and a twin-disc clutch that promises to deliver a great pedal feel. The do-it-yourself gearbox also boasts active rev-matching and no-lift-shift technology. The latter allows drivers to shift gears without lifting their foot off the accelerator. Again, as I said with the CT-4e Blackwing, that looks like it'll, or that sounds like it'll be the cause of a lot of warranty-related problems. Customers can also opt for a 10-speed automatic transmission, much like the CT4 V Blackwing, that has been tuned for high performance nature, sorry for the high performance nature of the Supercharged V8. It features a tap shift/slash manual mode, which enables drivers to use the magnesium paddle shifters to select and hold the gear until they decide to change it. The behavior of the automatic can be adjusted via the car's various driving modes. Cadillac says sport mode allows for real time interpretation of driving conditions and adjusts the gearbox to reduce shift busyness and improve performance while retaining aggressive driving dynamics. Dynamic performance mode, on the other hand, is calibrated specifically for V series blackwing models to deliver track focused shift patterns and automatically activates when high G forces are experienced in sport or track mode. Here's something that the CT5e does differently from all of its contemporaries though Cadillac isn't jumping on the all wheel drive bandwagon as the CT5e Blackwing is available exclusively with rear-wheel drive. That might turn some people off, but the company told journalists they didn't add anything. They, that wouldn't, oh, that the all-wheel drive didn't add anything. That wouldn't improve track times and performance. As a result, the performance sedan won't follow in the footsteps of the Germans. While it eschews all-wheel drive, it is equipped with an electronic limited-slip rear differential. It's optimized for driving for each driving mode and each performance traction management setting and enhances grip by sending torque to the rear wheel with the most traction during hard cornering. Speaking of the rear end, the CT5V Blackwing eschews the previous cast-iron housing for a new aluminum one that weighs more than 22 pounds or 10 kilograms less. There's also a high-performance differential cooler and an integrated heat exchanger, much like the CT4V Blackwing which is, again, great for track environments. Sticking with the performance theme, the model has a sport-tuned McPherson strut front suspension with revised hydro bushings for improved ride response. Engineers also added a handling link with cross-axis ball joints for improved lateral control and quicker steering response. Out back, there's a five-link independent rear suspension with stiffer bushings, stiffer rear knuckles, and beefier rear cradle mounts. The rear tow link has also... The rear tolling also has cross-axle ball joints for increased stability and driver confidence. Furthermore, there are stiffer spring rates, hollow stabilizer bars, and the latest version of Magno Ride Control. The latter process changes in road conditions four times faster than its predecessor and features an inertial measurement unit for more precise readings. The Blackwing is underpinned by Cadillac's familiar rear-wheel drive architecture, which, is under, which has been upgraded for high-performance duties. Among the changes are a shock tower brace, an underside shear plate, and a thicker rear crossmember for improved rigidity. Rounding out the performance highlights are standard 19-inch forced aluminum wheels that are wrapped in specially developed Michelin Pilot Sport 4S tires, once again like the CT4V Blackwing. Cadillac also noted the wheels have been designed to allow for larger rotors, and this enables the CT5V Blackwing to have the largest braking system in Cadillac's history. The standard braking system has six piston Brembo front calipers, which grab onto discs that measure 15.7 inches or 398 millimeters in the front. While out back, there are four piston calipers that are 14.7 inches. Well, not the calipers aren't 14.7 inches, but the discs are 14.7 inches or 374 millimeters. That's ridiculous. If I remember correctly, the Viper ACR, the Gen 5, had 15.4 inch rotors this has got bigger rotors than a viper acr does i mean they're not carbon ceramic but still drivers can also opt for a carbon ceramic braking package that has cross-drilled rotors better heat management and greater resistance to wear under extreme conditions i don't think that's going to be a very popular option i'm not gonna lie they're significantly lighter than the standard brakes as they allow for a 54 pound or a 24 kilogram reduction in unsprung weight while the CT5e Blackwing looks similar to the CT5v, there are a number of changes that have been that have been validated in wind tunnels and on the track. The most noticeable difference are up front, as the Blackwing has enlarged air intakes and unique mesh inserts. The model also has a front splitter, oh, a paltry one, extended side skirts, and a rear spoiler. Other highlights include air deflectors, ventilated front, front fenders, underbody panels, and a unique rear diffuser. Can I just say, I wish this car had a bigger spoiler a bigger splitter, and bigger (laughs) canards. If the standard aero package isn't enough, buyers can opt for a carbon fiber package! Cadillac didn't say much about it, other than it helps reduce lift by only 75% as compared with the CT4V Blackwing. Please have canards on it! You better have canards on this model too! Moving into the cabin, there are three interior trim levels. The base trim features leather sport seats with heating, ventilation, massage, and 18-way power adjustment. Drivers will also find a high-performance steering wheel, which has carbon fiber trim, a serialized number plate, a V-mode button, and a performance traction management switch. Other standard features include a 12-inch digital instrument cluster and a 10-inch infotainment system with wireless Apple CarPlay. The CT5e Blackwing also boasts carbon fiber trim, a wireless smartphone charger, and a 15-speaker AKG audio system. Rounding out the highlights are a heads-up display and a surround vision system with a recording function. Higher-level trims add carbon-fiber performance seats with slim headrests to accommodate uh, helmets. The upper-level trims also have classier door panels, an expanded colored palette, and a suede-like microfiber headliner. Speaking of options, customers can get a performance data recorder which acts like a dashcam and records at a resolution of 1080p. That is nice! It also captures audio and 34 channels of performance data for detailed analysis. All in all, the CT5e Blackwing appears to improve on its predecessor by adding more performance and technology. Despite this, it remains true to its roots and is once again available with a manual transmission. Pricing starts at $84,990, including a $995 destination charge, and Cadillac will be accepting reservations momentarily. Alright, so the looks of this Cadillac. Well, to me, it's sort of, it's basically just a bigger CT4V, and that's honestly, well, CT4V Blackwing, and that's not a bad thing. Except, I mean, the difference here is that this one, the CT5V does have a quarter window, but anyway, I digress. That's not a bad thing. If anything, I think this actually looks a little bit cleaner to some extent, excluding the quarter the quarter window. I think this looks a little bit cleaner than the CT4V Blackwing. I definitely prefer the head the headlight unit to the CT4V Blackwing. If, if anything, to me, it just sort of looks like facelifted cts from the front like this is just a ctsv not called a ctsv the biggest difference is that the biggest thing that distinguishes it from the ctsv again is that quarter window that it has but the front it just looks like a different ctsv and that's really not a bad thing it's like it keeps it similar and how else were they really going to change it i think it looks great the only thing that makes me a little bit sad is that the very cadillac SDRLS, which they're basically In this case, it's basically a, oh, it's a very specific type of golf, of, um, golf tool. God, I'm forgetting. I don't want to call it a bat because they're not golf bats. That doesn't make any sense. It, you know, the, the the little putt-putts, that's what, or hockey sticks, actually, the hockey stick DRLs. The only thing that makes me sad here is that the hockey stick DRLs are split on the CT5V, whereas they're not on the CT4. And that to me is just a... I mean, I get why they did it to make it look different, but it's just a little bit trivial to me. It's like, you couldn't have done something just a little bit different to make it a little more unique? But that really is nitpicking. The It looks great. It looks great. It's a it's a slightly bigger car to the CT4V Blackwing. I like the face. I like the hockey stick DRLs on the CT4 and the CT5V Blackwing. I like the, the, the main headlight units more than I do on the CT4V Blackwing. I think specifically with the way that it's integrated or... Er, I say integrated, but for lack of a better word, integrated with the front bumper as well, because there's a on the CT4V there's there's a little bit of a weird character line that doesn't give the car bags, but it's it's sort of similar to that where it's this flat surface under the or relatively flat surface just beneath the headlights. This car has that has that flat surface where the head headlight unit is, but not not as much attention is drawn to it visually, so it looks cleaner, and I prefer that. Yeah. The surfacing is a de- is definitely a bit cleaner on the front bumper of the ct5e blackwing than the ct4v ct4v blackwing right where the headlights are but even that's minor i like both fascias and i like this fascia as well on the ct5e i think it's a gr- once again a great aggressive athletic looking fascia now let's talk about the rear i really really wish that at the very least in the press photos we had a spoiler that was as aggressive as the one on the ct4v blackwing especially from the carbon fiber package because this one's just body color and a lot more like the one on the chrysler 300 srt from 2014 a lot more like that a lot more reserved i wish this one was a little bit more extroverted but it is what it is uh let's see what else i do prefer the trunk on the ct5v to the ct4v the ct4v i didn't talk about it in the last podcast but it has a really weird almost like chris bangle like design to it that i'm not quite a fan of this one is much more conventional much much more conventional, uh, and I like that. Uh, let's see what what else. I thought there was more I wanted to talk about with the rear end. I will say I do like I do like how the quarter window draws out the green the greenhouse shape a little bit. Sort of like how the brake slash diff, diff diffuser or not diffuser cooler on the Gen Five Viper continues the line from the greenhouse. And, may, and gives it a little bit more of a classical drawn-out proportion. This does the same here, except it looks like a completely useless quarter window, so I hate that. I, w- I wish it was a like a cooling vent, actually, for God only knows what. But that would be sick to have in a sedan. But it would also, I'd imagine, impede on some trunk space. So, not something that's going to happen. I think the biggest disappointment for me with this Anglin is a rear three-quarter is the vent on the side by the front w- front wheel because you have the flared fen you have the flared fenders 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 you have the flared fenders and so you think that they maybe pull a maybe a bmw or perhaps a lexus where they have a larger but thin vent and it's not that you know how i can't remember what bmw model it was but you know how they had that little tack-on vent at the bottom three-quarter of it i say three-quarter no at the bottom really at the bottom of the fender and door this is like that except it's not tacked on it's indented in uh it's surrounded by fender almost like a wide body so it's not a tacked on vent like on some of the bmw models we've seen but it's not very tall either it's very it's a little wide but not very tall so i wish it dug into that fender a little bit more and gave it a slightly more dramatic appearance rather than it being really quite a quite a hidden little vent there uh in the wheel well I say wheel well not the wheel well but yeah a uh, hidden little vent inside the fender or for lack of a better word indented into the fender the diffuser is also quite 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 a lot more introverted than the one on the CT4V as well so overall the CT5V seemingly from what i can see is definitely a more reserved a more reserved sedan out of the two so people like me who want want a more raucous troublemaker kind of sedan will go for the CT-4V Blackwing with the carbon fiber package, and those who want a more reserved, more ca- really Cadillac-ish sedan, but still want it to be fast and powerful and definitely a contender to compete with the Germans, will go for the CT-5V Blackwing. I think that's really the key difference between these two models. Let's go back to, let's go back to CarScoops though, and let's see, okay, so Car Scoops actually has the photo With the carbon fiber package on it. So, Road and Track didn't, and it was red. This one is a white one. And it does have it, because the spoiler is black and carbon fiber. So, I still feel the same way about the Splitter. It's not aggressive enough for me. It's, it's, it's there. And that's good. It's better than it not being there, don't get me wrong. I just wish it was a little more aggressive, a little bit more in your face. But, again, it is what it is. The Spoiler is a, is definitely an improvement. It's still, I wish it was, I still, it was... I still wish it was just as, let's see, just as uh, almost obnoxious as the one on the CT4V Blackwing. This one's, again, much more stately. So I wish it was a little bit more in your face, a little bit more obnoxious, just a little bit more extroverted. This one is is obviously a much more reserved design, but I'd rather have it there and obvious than not. Even Even reserved but obvious is definitely better than a good handful of other alternatives. The great thing about that quarter one is that it gives it gives the CT5 a, a very fastback look to it. And I, I like that a lot. Sort of like the AMG GT4 door, but not stupid. <laughs> here with the carbon fiber package, let's see if we can find something or find an image for the diffuser. Bit more aggressive here, but still not enough. Not enough for my preference, I should say. I gotta say though, I've just seen an image of the of the seats for the interior, and my god, those are some nice seats. Those are really, really good. The interior here looks largely copy paste actually because I'm looking at the steering wheel and the dash and the gauge cluster it looks largely copy paste from the CT4V maybe with some nicer materials certainly with nicer materials but design-wise it's people who who sit in a CT4V Blackwing will feel Will feel right at home in the CT5 V Blackwing. Again, it's just, to me, it's very copy paste. Almost a little lazy, I have to say. I wish they made the interior a little bit more unique to itself, but perhaps that is slightly nitpicky. Perhaps that is slightly nitpicky on my part. Overall, though, I like, I think I prefer the aggression of the CT4 V Blackwing. That is just the car for me. But if I want something a little bit more stately, something a little bit more under the radar, the CT5V Blackwing is definitely the way to go. I mean, not not from an engine standpoint, that's for sure. But from a exterior design standpoint, yeah. This is... It's a little bit classier, yet it's also more understated. And that's, that's a good combination. I like it. Cadillac, you hit it. I would give this a 7... Maybe a 7.6 out of 10. I just wish it was more aggressive. Genuinely. More like the CT4V Blackwing, but... I still adore the way that this that this looks. It's for what it is, for what it appears to represent. Compared to the CT4V Blackwing, it does a splendid job at it. Cadillac, good job, very very great job on both of your on both of your new high performance sedans. What do you think? What do you guys think though of the new CT5V Blackwing? Do you like it? Do you think it's Ned Do you think the CT4? So no, the CTSV was better. Do you think the CT4V is better? Let me know. I do hope you enjoyed If you did, then please like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, then please like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. I really do appreciate it if you subscribe. Please hit the little notification bell so you can be notified every time I upload. And if you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but you don't have or want the pod be mobile app, that's not an issue. Just boot up where, wherever you get your podcast before you set off, type in Cody's Car Connuther, and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I'll see you all soon. You've just listened to me!